Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We are asking guys at 888-SAY-ESPN, our call in line, 888-729-3776, who is most likely to return to their current team in 2022? Mm. Is it more likely that Rodgers returns, that Brady returns, or is it neither or both, right? You can also hit us up. Twitter feed is the the handles at KeyJ and Max. So the 49ers went into Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers in the divisional round. Jimmy G did enough to not lose the game. Sound familiar? I love this dude. Did enough to not lose the game. I was that a lot, though. Despite what Dan Graziano just said about some of his passes being nearly picked off, Dan said he threw a <laughs> Dan pass. Dan ripped him. Dan got up and went to the bathroom, got a sandwich, came back, and it was still hanging in the air. And the poor intercept, like the interception near the goal line, that was bad. The 49ers gave up a third-round pick and first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 to trade up for Trey Lance and take him third overall. So, guys, here's the question. What happens if Jimmy G who I keep saying almost always wins for a team where you swap them out, same coach. If Shanahan's such a genius and an average quarterback can do so well, why can't they win a game without Jimmy G? Because the backups lose everything. If he gets to his second Super Bowl in three years, key, a guy in the Athletic had it a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago. He's not claiming Jimmy G's a top-five quarterback, but Kyle Shanahan's off- uh, offense with Jimmy G at quarterback, has operated for years now as a top-five offense with Jimmy G. What happens if he makes his second Super Bowl? Well, I, I, here, here, let's go back to what you said to start with. You said the backups can't win in, with Kyle Shanahan, but Jimmy G can. I would say that when the backups take over or have taken over, it wasn't Jimmy G that was just missing. They were being depleted as a team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was other players that were missing along the way. So that, I just want to be the, fair. In other there. words, the timing makes yeah, Jimmy timing G look makes, a little better than a little bit better than what he truly is. Okay. You gave up a t- 2022 first rounder, which is now at the bottom of the draft in the first round. So that isn't as big as whatever. You know, it's like whatever now. And you're in the NFC Championship game. If he goes on, you said win the Super Bowl. Let's yeah. Let's say they win the Super Bowl. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to move on from him. You could, I believe he has one more year left on his contract. You bring him back because Trey Lance isn't ready to take over just yet. What if he yet. makes it but they don't win the Super Bowl? But what does he play like? Let's say he plays, as you would say, good, solid, sound football, but that thing that you talk about, you got to make two or three throws. He, one of them, like the first time, doesn't doesn't hit it, and they lose. Like the one Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. Probably going to move on from him at that point. Because that solid and sound, you already seen that the first time around. Now that I've seen it the second time around, now that I know that I can't win a Super Bowl with him because he, for whatever reason, can't make the throw that I need him to make. Just like in the NFC Championship game. Uh, not the NFC, I'm sorry, in the divisional round against Green Bay. He didn't make a throw that he could make. That would ch- The throw that he thought he could make got intercepted at the goal line. So you 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 you, you yep. look at that and you go, Jared Goff with the Rams. Yeah. Jared Goff threw yeah. a pretty spiral back then. Yeah, you know? sort of, kind of, <laughs> Jared But he couldn't Goff. get it done when you needed him to. Yeah, sort of. So the, 
when you say make a throw, right? When I look at the Super Bowl and I look at quarterbacks, I'm so interesting because I just had this conversation <laughs> on one of our affiliates yesterday about the quarterback play of quarterbacks. Jay, when you look at Tom Brady's Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. look at his numbers. Tom Brady was pedestrian numbers. Yeah. But guess what he did do? He put the ball in the end zone and didn't give the ball to the other team. And that's how they won the Super Bowl along with the defense harassing Patrick Mahomes. If Jimmy Garoppolo can just do that, throw for 200 yards, a couple touchdowns, and don't turn the ball over, he'll win the Super Bowl. Jay, as someone who has won a championship, right? Mm -hmm. So really what we're talking about, like take everything he said, that's likely, Jimmy G, but then there is the caveat. Two or three times a game. We saw Matthew Stafford do this in the first playoff game, right? Two or three times a game, you got to make that throw. Does it really come down your entire valuation of a quarterback to that those moments, two or three, maybe one moment? Is that going to completely alter the way you see Jimmy G? No. I, Jimmy G is a serviceable quarterback that if he wins the Super Bowl, like I'm not bloating, blowing out of proportion like my thoughts on Jimmy G. Like Jimmy G is, will always just be Jimmy G to me. Again, that's not a knock on Jimmy G. You can win a championship with a guy like that. But like he said, if they win a championship, you bring him back for one more year. He makes $24 million next year. But I don't see Jimmy G being the, the future leader of the San Francisco 49ers if they do win a Super Bowl this year. Our Super Bowl that we won. Brad Johnson made all the right throws. There you go. Didn't get a ball to the other team. The guy we faced in Rich Gannon, guess what he did? He gave the ball to the other team. And he was a machine at that point. And he yeah. was a machine at that point. But he didn't do what Brad did. So they lost the Super Bowl because of Derrick Brooks in, in, in the crew, in John Lynch, you know, in, in Dexter Jackson. So when you look at it, you say to yourself, okay, how did Seattle lose the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots? Because Russell Wilson gave the ball to the other team. And, and that's how you, when you judge in these quarterbacks in these Super Bowl victories – you got to really dive into it and look and say to yourself, what is it that I need doing a Super Bowl? I need a guy that's just going to do enough. Fewer well, mistakes let me, let me you, wins. Let me, yes, fewer mistakes do win. But let me ask you guys this. Do you trust Jimmy G in a big moment in the Super Bowl when he has to make a play? Because that's what every championship game comes For down to. For some reason, I don't, not, I, I don't know if he can do it, but I haven't eliminated that possibility yeah, yeah, and I'm yet for whatever with, reason. I'm kind of with Max So you're on indifferent. Well, I'm kind of so, with so Max nobody's on that like, one. Yeah, you're indifferent. No, like Goff, you're not sure. Goff I would have thought, nah, you need, someone, you need something more. Jimmy G, for whatever reason, I feel like he can come through. I don't know why, because he didn't get with Emmanuel Sanders. But he just strikes me as the kind of guy who could win a Super Bowl, and I don't have a better explanation than that. Yeah, I, I kind of like with you, Max. I'm like, but he almost, really... he almost gave the game away versus Tampa. So I mean, there's there's a body of evidence. You mean that Green Bay, Green Bay. Sorry, a lot of games, a lot there, of bays. There, yes, <laughs> there's a body of evidence that kind of proves that. You can't really trust it. You know what it is? I think but it's he, because of Kyle Shanahan and the style in which they play that makes you have a little bit of trust because he'll get them to the point that allows Jimmy G to have that chance? I think I like guys who can make quick reads and get rid of the ball. And then, and, and as Key says, maybe it's because I grew up a Giants fan. You talk Parcellian, right? And I saw how the Giants did it. They played good defense. They ran the ball. They had quarterbacks who would limit mistakes when you needed them to and come through with a few big throws. You're right, Jay. Jimmy G has made mistakes in big moments 
even when he hasn't always paid for them. I don't have a better explanation than he strikes me as the kind of quarterback who you can win a Super Bowl. But it's, funny, no, he, it's like, he, it's like he Mike is. McCarthy, though. Like Mike McCarthy has done the same thing. He's made mistakes, but they've won games. But then people look down on you. Look down on Mike McCarthy, but you're saying for Jimmy G, who's made mistakes in games, now all of a sudden, like, oh, I, I think he can do it. So how how come you don't think Mike McCarthy can do it? Well, McCarthy has done it, but I thought I think Again. I think over time as the league changed, he didn't change with it, and I think that that he's a little bit. Behind the times. I mean, if y'all don't stop blaming Mike McCarthy for everything in Green Bay, <laughs> that's wrong. Stop. Jimmy G, I think, based on Kyle Shanahan's philosophy and style, very physical offensive line, very physical running the football. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G can make one or two to three throws. He can win a Super Bowl. If he hits Emmanuel Sanders, totally if it's not different. three yards in front of him, and that happens, I mean, everybody's not – going to hit it on a dime. If he could have just got that, he'd have a $200 Or if Emmanuel Sanders was a step ahead of him. A step ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd have had a $200 million extension. We'd be talking about when is Patrick Mahomes going to finally win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's that's just the reality. It's it, the total that, that's reality. That's what I'm saying. So, like, when it comes down to that. But it's not reality. Right. We're, live, we're not living in it that universe. We're living in this one. Yep. Yep, it's Come true. on, guys. It's like, what if. I know, but we do this all the time in media, man. We make up these hypothetical. No, no, I'm if, not making it up. Whatever you, Emmanuel Sanders I'm is just, a step ahead. Or the, I'm just it looking didn't at, happen that way, boys. I'm just looking at how general managers and head coaches process things. Oh, they processing this and looking at it and saying to themselves, "We don't know if he could do it, so let's protect ourselves by getting somebody down the line that we believe can do it." So we're going to draft. Trey Lance, as he develops, if Jimmy G wins another Super Bowl, you pay him the $24 million. When that's over with, you bring there in Trey Lance. All right. I, well, there's more to say about this. We'll get to it. We'll get to this kind of theme later in the show. But Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones says if he could find a better option, he would. He'd make a move. But is that better option about to become available? Not in some other universe, Jay, but in this one. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who is most likely to return to their current team in 2022, Rodgers or Brady? 
mean, you could also say neither or both, but let's have some fun. Rodgers or Brady? You hit us up at KeyJ and Max, at KeyJ and Max on Twitter. So, our very own Keyshawn Johnson, sitting right to the left of me right now as we speak, had the following to say about Sean Payton on December 1st, 2021 on this program, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen, if the Cowboys all of a sudden start to dissolve at a rapid rate, which means they're winning a division and they're gone in the first round, now Jerry is forced to be like, yo, the hell is going on? Now all of a sudden you got Sean Payton looking at Zeke and Pollard, and C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper and, and Gallup and Cedric Wilson and Michael Parsons and Diggs. And you start looking at that stuff. You're going to yourself, hmm. You know, I've, I've been in that area coaching before. You know, I've flirted with the possibility of the Cowboys before. Maybe this is the right time. So funny you go through the names of the talented players on the team. Yeah. And postulate that if – Jerry Jones gets bumped in the first round. He's yeah. going to look at those dudes and be like, hold on, what's up? And, and what did Jerry say, though? He you want to hear it? Sure. This is Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, <laughs> on the Cowboys' immediate future. If I thought changing out men at any level would improve us, I would change it out. Uh, I've looked looked around. I see a lot of names, a lot of great names, a lot of great names from colleges, a lot of great names. I see them coming through. I've seen a lot of great names at uh, various duties in the NFL come and go over the last 30 years. Okay? I haven't seen but a couple of them that I thought might have a straight shot into what's up above. That's Belichick up there in uh, New England. His record has been unbelievable, but... Uh, Aside from that, I'll be very candid with you. I see human beings, human is human uh, work ethic, human excelling, and coming up with a way to go. Uh, bottom line is, yes, I'm very, very frustrated and upset that we've, uh, co- you can call it COVID, you can call it anything, but we have used up some very talented players over the last few years. Oh, we've used up. You said he's going to look at Micah Parsons and all these guys. We've used up some talented players over the last few years. Yeah, we only got so much uh, tread on the tires as as NFL players. And if we're running them, Jay, at a rapid rate every single year and we're not getting something done, then, of course, it starts to play in the minds as we sit across the big table in, in our super yachts and we think about as an owner, we think about that dude up in New England, my good friend Robert Kraft, continues to get it right when I get it wrong. Mm. And what's so crazy now with me is just sitting around listening to all of this mix. I'm so I'm not so sure, which is crazy because at about six fifteen, I took a different stance. I'm not so sure that it doesn't make sense to try and just. Pride, Sean, away from New Thank Orleans. Thank you. That's what we said now, earlier. I just said, Jay, now I'm just thinking and processing. Hey, did you it. not hear Jerry Jones, other than Belichick, what? who has a direct line to what's up above, which is either God or Robert Kraft, right? He, but, he but, said but, that human I, frailties, human... Yes. Right? But why I say this, though, Jay, is because Sean's been around 
Jerry. He coached. He was our offensive coordinator. So he knows how Jerry operates. He has a house in Dallas. He's close to the family still, close to the situation. That it just kind of makes sense because he's not going to stand for Jerry's BS at all. And Jerry knows that. And I don't think that Jerry would get in the way because he knows that it's a good thing to win a championship and Sean can deliver it. So I'm starting to okay. go toward the bad side where you guys are on moving on from Mike McCarthy if they can get Sean to do it this year. A couple of things. Number one, when you listen to Jerry talk, he's a really smart individual, right? And I think Max has talked a lot about Jerry getting out of Jerry's own way. And Jerry has seen success. So if there's history with a guy like Sean Payton that you know can take a stand to a degree with Jerry, that conflict can lead to ultimate success. Like that's if you're Jerry, you're looking back in history saying, wait, I had conflict with one coach that led to Super Bowls. Why wouldn't I want to have a little bit of that with a guy like Sean Payton? Secondly, Key, you, I, Max, we've been around people who are super, super powerful. Super, super powerful. You don't think every single day, People are getting jabs at Jerry. He's hearing jabs from people, whether that's on TV, whether that's articles, whether that's his friends, whether it's at owners' meetings where guys are showing up with their Super Bowl wings or guys who are still in the hunt. Like, that that plays into this. Also, I make the move now. I don't wait. Let's be honest. Mike McCarthy is not the guy. Three th- Hold on. Three things. He could be the guy, but he's not Sean Payton. That's right. One, Jerry Jones talked about. Everyone else, it's human work ethic, human frailties. He sounds philosophical, more even than in the past to me. And he is also dealing with his own mortality. It's been 20, over a quarter century, no Super Bowls. He's tried it one stubborn way, and now maybe he's ready to pursue. You know, second, Keyshawn Johnson, we, you and I couldn't talk Key into this position, Jay. The only guy who could talk Key out of his old position was Key. key. He heard his own sound from December and just he talked himself into it. And now finally, number three is, (laughs) given what you just heard from Key and from Jerry Jones, is Sean Payton available? A lot of speculation recently. Key talked about that a couple months ago. And now the owner of the New Orleans Saints was asked about Sean Payton last night. And told, Gail Benson told Fox 8 in New Orleans, we, when asked about Sean Payton's future, we don't know. You know, who knows? We'll find out soon enough, I guess. I don't think any of us know, but he'll let us know mm. soon enough. Meaning, it ain't even up to her right now. Sean has not made up his mind, Key. No, Sean has not made up his mind. And I've seen this movie before with Coach Parcells. I've seen it. Coach Parcells is is a mentor of Sean's, very, very close. And it just reminds me a lot of the movements in terms of where Coach would deal with. He's not going to tell you anything. He's going to go uh, hibernate for a few weeks, enjoy his downtime, and then he'll let you know. He's done it several times. He did mm-hmm. it to the New England Patriots. He decided to do it to the Jets. Bill, you're talking he, about. He, yeah, Bill. He decided to do it to the Cowboys, then came back, coached the last year with Romo in the Seattle game, and then decided, I can't, I, there's too much stress. I kind of see a lot of that in Sean. It just, as I, you know, as I process all of this, Dan Quinn could potentially be gone. So if you're Sean, what do you do from the defensive standpoint? 
Personnel-wise on the offense, he, he can figure that out. Could you imagine? Kellen Moore is not going to call the plays. It's going to be Sean Payton. Sean Payton with that roster? What? No, I can't imagine that. And he can imagine it too. If Sean Payton coaches the Cowboys, they go for me from they ain't winning the Super Bowl next year to, oh, they're one of the two or three teams I'd be thinking about to win the Super Bowl. Two or three. If well, Sean Payton is coach. Well, here's why, though. Because Sean get, can demand certain things. One of the problems with the Dallas Cowboys is there's not accountability in certain situations. When you don't do what needs to be done as a team, I find somebody and I cut his ass to get your attention. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys hadn't done that in a while. They just hadn't. I'm going to find the guy that you most likely think will never get it, Jay, Max, and I'm just going to get him because everybody else is going to stand up. Exactly, Key. And the Cowboys don't have it. Sean Payton, that ain't happening. Bill Parcells? It ain't happening. He did, those like, type he, of dudes, he, Bill Belichick, Neil, Jay, they gonna cut you when you at least expect. I was just it. And there's something to be said as a player: the mentality you have when you see your head coach just floating, trying to figure it out. Like it, you don't do it maliciously, but you're like, all right, like, we're trying to figure it out here. We all have time. It's human nature. Whereas Sean Payton comes in, you be like, I may not have time anymore. The time is Jay. Yesterday. Imagine if your Duke team, right? Let's say, I'm not, and I'm not Sean Payton's great. Shashevsky is more like Belichick, right? Yep. But let's say you had a different coach, and it was you and Carlos Boozer and and uh, Shane Battier, and 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 like. But I'm saying like and future NBA stars on the team, right? And you guys were loaded, and you didn't do anything in the tournament, right? Oh. And and a couple of years went by, and you guys were still in school, and you didn't do anything. At a certain point, the pro, the, you know, the AD. Might- I look and go, oh, the, even if it's not Shashevsky, right? But, oh, that coach is available? Let's see what he can do. Mike McCarthy, Key, you said he's won a Super Bowl. They won a bunch of games this year, a big turnaround. It's all f- – but if Sean Payton's out there and all you know is another year has gone by and now we got this, this new little LT-type kid at, at playing linebacker, he's so good, and, and like, we have all this talent, and I'm not getting any – I'm, try, I'm no. trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it, nothing it, personal was business. And Sorry, it, Mike McCarthy. It's it, business. And I don't know if you have or Jay has at the Super Bowl at all been to uh, the commissioner's the commissioner's ball mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl. Some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. Because you got all these owners, they all walking around. Or if you've ever been to an owner's meeting down in West Palm Beach or down in Dana Point, California. want to give it to each they other. They all That's it. walking That's around. There's a bunch of them got the shiny ones on. You know, they got the nice little ascots on and you know, they got the whole deal, but some of them can talk to one another about what it, the experience is like that they just had, <laughs> and the other one's got to sit in the corner and not say anything because they hadn't won one in a while. So they can't brag. They can't, you know, Jerry wants to be able to get on that 400-foot yacht and smile with a ring. And like you say, you ain't getting no younger now. Time is a ticket. You know, and if it sounds ridiculous that these super wealthy billionaires, just think of your own life. That's human nature. It's keeping up with the Joneses, right? It's, it's what people, what motivates, what, so to speak. <laughs> no, no, he's, he got, he's right keeping about up that. With the, I know. You, keeping up with the crafts. <laughs> you, know, you didn't probably pay attention to it like I do, Jay, but about three years ago, this was a trip. Jerry Jones bought a super yacht. A couple weeks later, Dan Snyder bought a super yacht. A couple weeks later, 
Arthur Blank bought a Super It was like, he got one, so I'm going to go get one. Mine's going to be bigger and nicer. And, and it's no different than if, you, if you, you think about your neighbor and they pull up in the new car and you're in a you know, working-class neighborhood or whatever. It, it, does, it, does it have an effect on you? Yes or no? Like, so much of human behavior, out of proportion, is affected by competition with those Absolutely. around you. It's the way we're wired. And by the I, way, the same reason they became super duper successful is because they're extremely crazy competitive. Those little moments where at a cocktail party, one dude's got a ring and the other don't. And they could organize their whole lives around that. That was just like when I came out of school and wanted to, you know, and I was a number one overall pick, and my class of receivers, I wanted to be the first dude to win a Super Bowl. I wanted to be the first dude to get to the Pro Bowl. You know, all that sort of, of stuff. And then when, it, when I get the Super Bowl ring, I'm like, I got mine first. It's just, you know. Of course, it's human nature. Uh, now, among competitive athletes and the super wealthy who've made their fortunes and businesses, you think they're, they're even more competitive than most. Mm-hmm. Much more on this. We'll bring in a Super Bowl champion Woo-hoo! and ask him if he thinks Sean Payton will be coaching the Cowboys next year. Our own Super Bowl champion says, no, well, maybe Yes. And we bring in on KJM here on ESPN Radio, Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL yeah, yeah. analyst. What What's up, baby? On, Jeff? What's up? How so, y'all living this morning? You know, we living. We living. are living. I wish you could have been with us for the first hour and a half because between an hour and a half, we heard some really bizarre yeah. stuff about quarterbacks, and we know Uh-oh. that you had a couple quarterbacks in your day, but yeah. we're not going to Well, no, Jeff heard some of this yesterday on TV. See, why, why Show called this Justin Handsome Host, 2 p.m. Eastern on why ESPN. Do that? Jeff Saturday is giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So, Jeff, Key said about two months ago that if the Cowboys lose in the first round of the playoffs, maybe they move on from McCarthy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, then he Small turned around. Since then, he's like, no, they're not getting rid of McCarthy. He heard the old sound, just talked himself back into it. We couldn't <laughs> do anything with him, but he talked himself he back himself. into it. Well, yes. I had to hear it a couple times, and then I had to hear Jerry, and then I had to hear yeah. Mrs. Benson. I had to kind of process the information. Absolutely. And then I said, you know what? Might not be as crazy. Yeah, as it might thought. not be. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I fully agree. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I would have said no, 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 and then – all of a sudden, I mean, this is a real possibility. When they talk about, you know, we don't know where, how committed Peyton is to the Saints this year. And Jerry, and, and listen, if you think about where they are with McCarthy and everybody's talking about Dan Quinn, and I honestly believe if Dan Quinn was a guy, he, they would have never let him interview anywhere else. Like, Jerry's that guy. Right? Yeah. He would have just right made the, the move. Absolutely. Yeah, He's he done with it. You know, so obviously Jerry's not nearly as convinced about Dan Quinn being his head coach as Mike McCarthy, so he's going to let that go. But Sean Payton brings a different element because of what he's been able to accomplish with the quarterbacks that he has coached. And we know that Jerry wants to be an offensive-driven football team, right? And so when, when you think about what Payton could do in Dallas, and, I mean, all of a sudden now, this is becoming a what can he do with Dak that I just paid however much money to? What can he do with this offensive line that protected, you know, in, in New Orleans, they, they protected Drew Brees. Like, the receivers he has, the running backs. I mean, like, you start thinking to yourself, I you're hate the it. owner. I hate it. Yeah. I just keep McCarthy. Yeah. Don't listen to yeah. him, Jerry. Yeah. Don't like, get charged on Peyton. Only thing that j- drives me crazy about that sort of speculation is that I also look at the staff, right? Yeah. It's going to be difficult to build a staff because a lot of assistant coaches that work under Sean are under contract in New Orleans. 
and, and vice versa in Dallas. And vice versa yeah, and in Dallas. Ain't, and so, you ain't trying to get rid of that. And that's a lot of money. I yeah, mean, so like, 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 he can do that. it, but yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, and don't don't make mistakes. Like coaches don't get paid either way. If they and and you know, and to your point, if you're if you're hiring somebody, you're firing somebody, and what effect does that have all the way down the line? How how quickly can that happen? Yeah, that that is a that is a. And here's the other part: people don't realize it's it's starting now. Like, yeah. like, well, that's it, my it, thing, Jeff. Yeah. Like, I would trust and believe that Sean Payne could put together, to a degree, a blueprint or a plan to go into this if he really wanted to. He has the downtime to do so. Correct. Correct. This is the time to do it. Like, if you're going to – but, but it's got to move now. Jeff, you know? what and, about – got to make it happen. And, and what like about I what said he before, said though, about Sean Payton? No, I would say, like, when you talk, I'm just thinking about the staffs. Yeah. Like, when Coach Parcells left New England and mm. came to the Jets – the entire staff was able to come. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Sean can get his staff away from New Orleans because I'm assuming Dennis Allen would take over as a defensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. Yeah, become the head coach, who would be his D.C. in Dallas because Dan Quinn may get hired. That's right. You know. That that, that was one point I was going to make, actually. That's a great point, is the the difficulty for these coaches – is Dennis Allen is interviewing for head coaching jobs. Dan Quinn is so. If those guys are walking out the door, what is your secondary plan of bringing somebody in? But that'd be the same whether he stays or goes. Apparently, right? It could be. Yeah, no, for for both. But but at least you know what's in house. Yes, you're coming to the you're coming to the house, not really knowing where, where the cracks are in the foundation. So you go. I'm walking into an organization now where I know the DC is gone. But which guy in that? Which of the five coaches? Because you don't have a relationship. At least if you're in your own building yes you have built relationship enough to know who is my guy who is my second in command for lack of a better term he thought that 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 Sean Payton might have some reservations because it's a bad form kind of to to like if a guy still has a job yes so that do you agree Jerry would have to fire McCarthy first for Sean Payton to move forward this is this is a it's everything in the NFL is a relationship business yes don't ever miss this right like these guys they're not trying to do each other dirty like these guys they all have to go to meetings and see each other go to the owners meetings and hang out with each other (laughs) like this doesn't just end because of that like these guys spend a lot of time you don't do that like like there are certain it's like in any business there are certain codes that go unwritten or whatever and you're you're not going to step on another guy's toes. You, I mean, I, listen. I was in the league for 14. I never heard an assistant coach ever talk negatively about another assistant. I mean, it's like it's it's almost eerie because players will like, well, yeah, we'll go play a guy. And be like, man, that dude's trash. Like, you I'm, can't a, I'm play. gonna I'm gonna smoke this guy. He's a fish, right? Like, I'm a, I'm gonna pound it, right? It's a fish. Like, yeah. But but you don't ever hear a coach go. Guy can't coach ever. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Like, I just saw four schemes that are, you know, it's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> how are we not talking about why he's in this formation? He doesn't make any adjustments. They will never do it. Like, it, it is that that is true. There is truth to that. Like, these guys understand it's a small fraternity. They're going to protect each other. So, I agree with Key on that. Jeff, let's talk about a quarterback who's in this small fraternity of great quarterbacks. So, Marcus Spears said on NFL Live yesterday that the Packers will be better off oh. without Aaron Rodgers. Do you think it's worth the drama? To have Aaron Rodgers as your QB next season. Yes, heck yeah, it's worth the drama, man. Are we listen, you might not like the guy. I mean, I, I get it, but to to act like this dude is not a different cat playing quarterback, you're lying to yourself. This is a this is a dude that no matter what team he goes to, they are now a contender. Like he's that good. And and that everybody's like, man, in the playoffs, like, don't even get me started on trying to associate playoff wins with a quarterback at all. I mean, they lost on an onside kick. They scored 40 points. They've done a ton of things that he's played and played well enough to win. 
giving his team the lead at the end of games, and then we're going to act like, I mean, like, are you are you assigning that loss to Josh Allen against the one Chiefs? One question before you go, I, Jeff. You know, one question on. before you go. I hear everything you're saying, and until this loss, and I, I would have agreed. Him, so I would have with that. I would have agreed with you, right? <laughs> yeah. I would have agreed with you until he just couldn't put up 14 points to beat the Niners at home first playoff game. But yeah, you, yeah, you told me everything. yesterday Jimmy G outplayed him yeah, well, with a 100 right, yards right. difference. That's right, he did. He was a better quarterback <laughs> that day. All right. But, <laughs> Jeff, let me ask you, this is the only question I have. Okay. And this is how you guys can come at me with Justin Herbert didn't make the playoffs, and I can't really say anything. Oh, yeah. Geez. But oh, about Justin. Aaron Rodgers, okay. do you agree or disagree that there's something about, say, Tom Brady that whatever it is, he seems to get lucky a lot. And Rodgers seems to get unlucky a lot. And that after a 10, 15, 20-year career, at a certain point you go, wait a minute. Maybe it's more than just luck. Maybe that thing where, hey, you just don't like the guy has a pervasive effect on a locker room and team and ability to lead to victory. No, I, mean, I, I understand the concept. His play, it's like everything in sport, man. You know, you tolerate because of how good he is. He gives you an opportunity to win. And as much as you may dislike him as a person or what people are talking about in the locker room, like this guy wins enough, it's going to be tolerated. So, um, and, and again, when you, when you start talking about his level of play, People got to stop comparing everybody to Tom Brady. Like, like this dude, seven, you know, like, like, like no one else is getting close to that. Like, let that thing die. Think about <laughs> the Peyton Mannings, the Drew Breeses, like all these other dudes who are first ballot Hall of Famers and walking in the Hall of Fame the way they should. It's not just because of one guy. There are, there are other players on the field that you have to assign victories and losses to. You cannot just put it on one. Incorrect, but you have to go to Sports Center. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. See you. Yeah, that's Jeff, Jeff Saturday, Jeff ladies and gentlemen. Man. ESPN NFL analyst. What does he know? He just played 14 years in the NFL, won a Super Bowl, is an all-pro. Never mind him. Listen to me. I used to simulate seasons on Madden. Brady, Rodgers, neither, both. Who's staying and who's going? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
Mm-hmm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN mm-hmm. Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers say play ESPN. We're on ESPN 2. You can download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Mm. We're spitting hot fire this morning, Max. 888-SAY-ESPN. No doubt, Jay. Every morning. 888-729-3776. Who's most likely to return to their current team in 2022? Is it Rodgers or Brady? Dale in North Carolina has something to say about it. North Carolina! What's going on, gents? Love the show. Brady and Rodgers will be back next year, and both will be back with the same teams. You're not going to get rid These guys aren't going anywhere. You're guaranteed to win a division in Green Bay. And, and by, the, by the way, that frozen tundra myth crap, that's out the window. Nobody cares about that frozen tundra in January and all that crap. It's going out the window. You're going to have the same drama with Aaron Rodgers again. It's the coach's fault. It's the general manager's fault. And when you guys were on break four or five months ago, I told Bart Scott, I told Acho, Aaron Rodgers pulled off the biggest shell game. He got everybody talking about his legacy and hurt feelings, and nobody was talking Super Bowl. No one wanted to put the microscope on his playoff performance, and this is what you get. But it's going to be the same thing. And let me, let me end by this. Keyshawn, stop with the pettiness. You purposely didn't mention Warren Sapp. You take Warren Sapp off those Buccaneers teams, Wait, and you don't make the Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hell, you just made it personal. What are you hold on, talking hold on, about, now. Warren Sapp? What, what, what did I ever mention? What did I ever talk about the defense? What are you talking about? He hung up, Key. What the hell's wrong with him? He hung up. I did not. Dale, you know, call gone. back, Dale. He hung up. Dale, Dale. No, hold on. Not only that, Warren Sapp was on my team, on my show, doing last year's Super Bowl run. Are you out of your damn mind? Mm. The hell's wrong with this dude? He called you petty stop, on national Dale, TV. Dale, stop paying attention to columnists and writers in the Tampa Bay area or nationally that have never talked to me, sat down with me, but continue to write negative stuff about my relationship with Warren Sapp. Stop it. Stop reading that garbage. Mm-hmm. Tell him. Tarek in California, Rodgers or okay? Brady, who's more likely no. yeah. to return? Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to let you guys what's know, up, great man? show. But I think, um, I, think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to return because I don't think he has any other options to really go that's going to be as good as Green Bay. And I feel like if he wants to cement his legacy, bringing another championship to Green Bay and getting two titles over Farby, I think it's a pretty big deal. And also, also, Spears has no idea what he's talking about. If you're taking anybody – over Aaron Rodgers, you just don't know football. And that's just plain and simple. Well, that, that, well, I think Marcus well, Spears well, knows some football now. Well, that, that wouldn't be now. Marcus Spears. That's Max Kellerman. So right. he, was a, taking yeah. over he was the one. Well, of course you would take Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's an even Steven. It's I, an even Steven. But here's the thing about Mahomes and Rodgers. It is even Steven it's in even terms Steven. of what they do. But there's something about Mahomes and the way his team responds. And I understand he has more. He has different, different kind of playmakers, right? Because if you drop Aaron Rodgers in Kansas City with Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and that Tyreek Hill, man, Tyreek Hill, he turned that corner. He, he had like a jetpack on could, his back the other night. Be. It could it's be. Diff- it just- but I still feel like if you gave – if you drop Mahomes in Green Bay, I don't think they lose in the first round. Yeah, and that may, Max, and that Max, may Max, be Max, true. Max and Key, you guys are not – That may be true. We're not talking about his on – foot. Well, I don't know if you are, Max. I'm not talking about his on-field performance. Me neither. I think he's so special. I'm talking about everything else that comes along with that. But that, that. affects – I think that affects the performance of the team. Let me give you an example. 
Give me one. So the thing about Wentz in 17, he was great. He was, I thought he was, was on his way to winning MVP that year, right, when he got hurt. Nick Foles took over, won the Super Bowl, won, went, won the playoffs, won the Super Bowl. The next season, I didn't think Carson Wentz was great. And furthermore, I thought the team didn't respond to him great. They were 5-6. and six. Foles gets back. They respond differently. They catch fi- The team caught fire. Jalen Hurts, when he got – at a certain point, I was off Wentz because I saw the team's reaction yeah, to him. differently. The it's Packers not- – I'm not saying the Packers aren't good with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is great. But there's some dudes who energize it differently. It's the same thing as coaches. If, if Sean Payton was on the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys wouldn't have got bounced in the first round because coaches respond differently. They just they, People respond to players and coaches differently. That's just how I, it is. I just can't wait to hear players when they retire if they speak their mind about how it was to be with Aaron Rodgers. Like I want to hear players' account. For how they feel about him. I think for the most part, Jay, I think for the most part, they would, yes. Yeah, I think, I think I for the most I mean, part, just, everybody likes Aaron Rodgers. It man. just makes you think, though. It makes you think about how his teammates feel. I mean, there are 100 him. guys on a football team. Some people are not going to like It's just the way it is, right? Yeah, but I wasn't liked. By and large. That's why all my by teammates. By Dale in North all, Carolina. That's why all my teammates <laughs> come on the show and have fun with me because they didn't like me. Are you? Okay? Dale. <laughs> I so don't know salty. why he thought that about so it. Sometimes, but you know what? Sometimes people will go at, like even me, Jay, I'm sure it happens to you on social media or something. Oh, you purposely ignored this person, and you're Dude, like, no. What are you talking about? Because We're they talking have it in mind Brad made Brad Johnson in the quarterback and, and Derek Brooks with the interception for a touchdown. Warren Sapp, no, we were not talking yeah, about yeah. Warren Sapp. Because you didn't, you didn't give Warren Sapp credit. That's yeah, right. Sapp, you don't get any credit from me. Mm-hmm. You were a bum. That's Joseph in Keyshawn New York. We got one minute, Headlines. Joseph. What do you think? Oh, is this Vinny in New York? Vinny in New York. Vinny in Vinny New York. In New York. <laughs> yeah, hey, guys. hey, appreciate your show. Hey, just wanted to ask the question. Why does Sean Payton get a pass for all his playoff performances? You had said that uh, they would have won if, Dallas, if he was a Dallas coach, but he just got bounced by Minnesota at home a couple years ago, and – you know, he hasn't always been strong in the playoffs, even though he's been a good regular season coach. To be honest with you, Vinny, I don't know how how often you listen to the show or if you listen to it in the past. I've given Sean the business for losing in the playoffs and not finishing the deal. I have no problem, but it's a little bit different when it comes to certain coaches that have done it versus players. And Drew Brees was – like, he was not the same quarterback that time of the season that he was. He was almost 40 years old. He was a little guy. He's, you know, at a, a certain point. Guy. I mean, for – What do you think he's Would the Cowboys replace one Mats. Super Bowl champion with another? That's next. Key J and Max sticking with you on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel about 80. About 5'9", calling people. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.